it's 2024 and let's recap this past month so last time i updated you guys on my progress was december it was around december 1st and it's been a it's been a month a month has passed and I got to admit, I'm not really used to podcasting. I'm used to being able to repeat my phrases over and over and over until I say it the perfect way, which is what I've been doing on the YouTube channel. But let's talk about the YouTube channel. I, like I said on the last update, I was starting to focus on the YouTube channel a lot more now. And over the past month, I really did start to focus on it. And I've been posting one video every single week and making sure that it's better every single time that I post. And I've definitely seen some results from that because I'm starting to make a lot better, higher quality videos. And I'm also starting to get a lot more views. So my first real video that I posted that was actually me really trying was called mediocrity is not your own model. Got about a hundred views from that. And then the second one was a daily routine video about my daily routine. And I got around 200 views. And then the third one, the most recent one that I made was was called Monk Mode is Not Enough. And that one was my best video that I've ever made. And in my opinion, the best thumbnail that I've ever made. And it got 700 views. So... I'm starting to pick it up and I'm starting to learn how to be a lot better editing. I'm starting to get a lot better pictures for my videos and my thumbnail creating is getting a lot better. My idea generating is getting a lot better. Like, and one of the biggest reasons for that is my daily routine is extremely optimal for YouTube. And let me just walk you through what I do. I basically wake up in the morning, bike down to the park, and hit a workout with my gymnastics rings. I just like to use the gymnastics rings because it feels cooler and feels more extreme or whatever. It just is a cool vibe being out in the park in the morning early. And then once I do that, I bike home and start working. And I go downstairs and... What I'm doing is either editing or thumbnail creating or editing my thumbnails. So I work on that until at the latest 10 o'clock, but I usually work on that until I'm done or 10 o'clock, whichever happens first. And then at 10 o'clock is when I go upstairs and cook breakfast and break my fast. And on those 10 o'clock days, I probably have like a maybe around a 20 hour fast because I don't even start eating until after I'm done cooking and then I break my fast with bone broth and then I meditate for 30 minutes and then and then I actually start eating after that so it's probably not till like 11 o'clock until I start eating and then once I'm done eating every single day I always go on a walk and the reason why I started adding walking into my daily routine is because I read in a book law of success in 16 lessons Napoleon Hill actually went on a three mile walk every wait no not three miles a 10 mile walk every single day the reason why I said three was because it's I asked my parents and they said it's probably around like three hours. So he walks for like three hours every single day. 
and well, he walked. He's not alive anymore, but he is uh, a very successful individual, or he was a very successful individual. And so I read that and I was like, oh, maybe I should start walking because I had heard a couple times now at that point from different sources that walking reduces brain fog. Walking is extremely good for you. Like I've heard from many reputable sources that I trust that walking is a very crucial thing and a very important thing to have in your day. And so after I saw that, I started walking one hour. I didn't want to do the full three hours, but I started walking one hour every single day. And that's basically me doing a digestion walk um, so I can digest the food. But it's also, I always have a purpose for that walk. So some purposes that I've had over the past week were idea generating. So coming up with the best ideas for YouTube videos possible. And then once I find the best idea, then, or like I choose the best idea for that week, it, I... T take time in the walk to actually brainstorm how the video should be structured and basically like get my mind into the zone of that video so then once I'm done with the walk I can go downstairs and straight away record the video that's what I did with this video actually I went on a walk just before this for one hour and then I was just thinking about what happened over the past month during that walk and then now that I'm in the zone, my mind is basically like structured into that kind of thinking process. Now I'm able to get into the flow state a lot easier when I'm actually recording, which is very good for the quality of the episode. So that's something very impactful that I added to my daily routine, which actually has helped so much. And then there's there's other things that I do, like for example, um, if I don't have any purpose for the walk, my purpose becomes a recovery walk. So I literally just completely detach from everything work and then just be present. And that helps a lot because then I can get deeper into the work. And, and so after I'm done with that walk, like I said, I record the, I usually record, but I, I really only record once. I really only record maybe two or three times a week because I record seven episodes in a batch so I can do the, the daily practice episodes for this podcast. And then I, on another day, I record the main episode or the main, the main video for that week for the YouTube channel. And so on days that I don't record, I just edit or create a thumbnail and I have been creating thumbnails for every single practice video, which has helped me improve my actual thumbnail creating abilities. And so I a lot of the and so I do spend a significant time creating thumbnails, but my most time consuming thing is editing, hands down, because the process that I do is I edit the video all the way through just the raw footage and I cut out all of the non-essential pieces of it so basically the stuff that takes away from the video like the silences and the like if I cough or 
basic things like that. But also if I go on a tangent or I say something that just doesn't need to be said, or if I repeat things a lot, then that's, I edit those out. So that's like the first step to editing that I do. And then I go through and add in pictures and then I add in like videos, pictures, I basically watch it from the beginning. And then just while I'm like watching, I come up with pictures and videos to put in while I'm watching. And then I, it takes probably like on my last video, the monk mode video, it's, I spent like five hours on the first minute of the video and it was like a six minute video, but I didn't spend nearly as long on the per on the next five minutes, but I spent a decent amount of time on that. And and then once I'm done like creating the imagery, then I go back again and put in the music and then I'm done with the video. And that has definitely been pretty rewarding because it's really satisfying just seeing the final product and it's also satisfying seeing cool edits that I make and just actually doing it. So I'm not sure if I actually said um, how much subscribers I have on the YouTube channel, but I I have 48 subscribers and about 1.5 thousand views from my new videos. And so I'm doing um, a lot better than I was a month ago. And I'm definitely starting to get a hang of it. And in my, I can't remember if I, I recorded another video similar to this right before this podcast. So I can't remember what I've said in this or not, but pretty much some things I'm looking forward to in the future are I'm creating a new office. My dad is helping me paint. He, my dad painted a brand new portion in my basement and I'm going to move my office. I'm basically going to create my own office in that area in the basement. That's going to be extremely helpful. And some more things that I'm focusing on is my deep work, which I had never read the book Deep Work by Cal Newport before, but I'm starting to read it now on January 1st, and it is definitely important. I I always knew that, all right, well, not always, but over the past couple weeks, I definitely knew how important Deep Work was because once I started getting serious about the YouTube channel, I wanted to get deep into editing videos and so I could actually finish it in time. And so I started making changes like I quit YouTube, like I quit watching YouTube and I quit keeping up with other people like my friend Franklin. I used to check on his YouTube videos um, and his channel analytics fairly common, like maybe once a day or once every week or so. But now I haven't checked on it since I don't even remember the one the last time I've checked on it. And all of I don't really check YouTube or I don't check my email anymore. I don't check. Well, I do check my email, but I don't check it very often anymore. And I don't check my phone very often anymore either, which I haven't really been doing anyways. But the point is that I've started to cut out a lot of shallow work is what he describes it as in the book. And I've been doing that. I've been starting to take action on getting into deeper work, even though I haven't even read the book yet. Like I just started it last night and then, sorry, I just got distracted. That's why 
this new office is going to be very important because then I won't have to get distracted by um, things that are outside of my control. But I'm really focusing on my deep workability because I know that is exactly what's going to get me on to the next level of this YouTube channel. And some things in my health part of my life, my physical part of my life is I'm, like I said, I started doing gymnastics rings and I switched my workout from my normal lifting workout, which was like push pull legs. I was doing like three sets of everything. And now I'm doing on my gymnastics rings, I am doing 10 sets of pull-ups 10 sets of 10. And so right now I'm not strong enough to actually do the full 10 sets of 10. So what I do is I do 10 sets. I do every single set of 10 until I can't do another pull-up. So usually I fail around like right now I'm failing around like seven or eight pull-ups and then I do cheat pull-ups. So I basically like jump kind of like help myself up the pull-up with my feet by jumping but then I like do a controlled descent so that's helping me get stronger so I'm doing 10 pull-ups 10 or 10 sets of pull-ups on my pull day and then I do like some chin-ups too and like this uh body weight row thing and then on my push days I do 10 sets of dips so basically the same process where I if I fail then I jump. Well, actually, I haven't been jumping. I've just been doing 10 sets of dips, as many reps as I could, with the most being 10. So like the first two sets, I'm usually able to get 10. And then from there, I get dropped down to like eight reps and then seven. And then by the end, I'm probably only able to do like six reps. So that's actually, I've just been doing that because I feel like I've been kind of slacking my whole time I've been lifting because I only do like three sets of, of each exercise, even though I do do a lot of exercises. I feel like the most important thing is the main exercises like dips, pull-ups and squats. And I actually haven't implemented that thought process to my leg day. I still do my normal leg day, which is like three sets of squats and then like quad extensions, hamstring curls, um, calf raises, all that stuff, three sets of everything. But I definitely feel like it's very important to start doing 10 sets of pull-ups and 10 sets of um, dips just because I want to get stronger at both of those. But also the reason, the real reason why I started doing that was because I read the book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. And that basically made me realize or made me rethink my workout routine and I came up with that so but I did start doing gymnastics rings before I read that book so I I, I don't know that's basically where I'm at with that but I also started training obliques because I realized that I never trained those before and they look awesome and mine are super under, underdeveloped so moving forward, I definitely want to be making a lot better videos. And I also want to minimize my emails even more. I want to unsubscribe from everything that's not essential, like absolutely essential. And I also want to break the habit of, well, I was going to say break the habit of checking my email, but I don't really check it that often anymore. 
but I want, I definitely want to improve my personal email inbox because I get so much emails from that and it's just a waste. It's like a waste of my focus. So I, I'm definitely going to be going through and deleting all of like unsubscribing from all that stuff. But the one issue is that I, my email got added to the college board newsletter thing so i get like hundreds of emails from colleges and i like just the other month i figured out how to unsubscribe from all of them but they still are able to send me emails if they sent me them before so that's why i have to unsubscribe individually so it's a it's a whole thing but definitely want to be improving my focus and my deep work a lot more because i know that is exactly what is going to get me on to the next level as a youtuber but one of the biggest things that I'm really focusing on, like analytics, the, on the analytics side of things, the one of my first goals is 1,000 subscribers because at 1,000 subscribers, you're able to monetize. And for many months now, my biggest thing that I wanted was to start making money because then it would be like really officially my job and it would be official. So so that's why 1000 subscribers is my main goal right now and i definitely think that i could get it um within at least i definitely think that i it's possible to get it in one month if not two or three months because i'm i got 15 subscribers from my one video my most recent one monk the monk mode one and that was probably that was only 700 views. And so as long as I keep improving my video quality more and more and get more and more views, then hopefully I'll be getting a lot more subscribers. But I know that that's not my focus. The analytics are not my focus. My real focus is just making better videos every single week. And I'm already like, I can already tell that by the time I'm done by the time I start making the next episode, I'm already thinking of so much better ideas for it that I, I can already tell that I'm getting so much better very quick on YouTube. But like I said, I'm not worried about the analytics. I actually downloaded a... I've already had plenty of YouTube extensions downloaded onto my Chrome just to make it so I don't see any thing on my home page like i here i'll actually redo all the extensions that i have so i have view count hider for youtube um unhook remove youtube and then i can't read the rest but it's basically like a uh, extension that removes pretty much everything from youtube like thumbnails um it basically just leaves it removes everything except for video titles and it removes everything from the home screen also so that means that you have to manually and purposely search in the search bar what video you want so you can't just accidentally watch a video and then i have hide youtube viewers and ratings and then hide youtube thumbnails and then distraction free um youtube distraction free tube distraction free for youtube um and then the most recent one that I just recently downloaded was because I started doing a lot better on YouTube. So I wanted to hide my analytics and make it so I can't see my analytics right away after I post the video. Because I, like I said in the last monthly update, I 
have been really focusing on when I when I receive dopamine. And so you don't want to receive dopamine right before doing a hard thing or right after. You want to receive it during the hard thing. And so if you get rewarded for something hard that you did right after, for example, you get you just ran a marathon and you get rewarded by drinking a hot fudge sundae right after that will actually make it so you're less likely or at least not want to do it for free again so you're only getting that makes it so you're wanting to do it for the purpose of the reward and not for the per not for the sake of actually doing the hard thing so that's why i made it a rule to not check the youtube analytics until at least three days after the video is posted and and then when I actually check it, I'm making sure that I'm in the middle of like, well, actually, when I check it, I make sure that I'm either in the middle of editing a video. For example, in two of my videos I've made, I needed a screenshot of my YouTube channel page. So I make sure that I'm either in the middle of the next episode. And so I'm in the middle of editing the next episode, which is a hard thing. So then I get rewarded while I'm doing the hard thing, or I just make sure that I'm not doing anything and I just check it, um, purposely. And that's, that's helped a lot. And that's pretty much it for the monthly update. So I hope that you guys are enjoying the daily practice videos. I'm, I'm not really paying too much attention to that post production of them I don't edit them at all they're just raw footage so I hope that you guys are enjoying the podcast so far and I'll see you in February <laughs>